0: Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the sinister adventures of Jane Gonzalez and the strange and terrible choices she kept having to make after the war. Previously, Jane confessed that she'd secretly administered Pasithea Powder to Captain Green and declared that she wouldn't make more unless Sophie told her she still wanted it done. Last time, Sophie told her to do it. This is episode ten. Evelyn, let us begin.
1: All right, scientists, are you set? As will ever be.
2: Yes, we're prepared.
1: Ma'am?
0: Whenever you're ready, gentlemen. Dr. Gonzalez.
1: Ma'am, I'd like to register again my discomfort with having you in the same facility as Subject Theta while a test is in progress.
0: If it gets through 20 feet of steel and four stories of this house, not to mention through you, Agent Block, and I haven't made it to the flight deck by the time it does so, then it will deserve to eat me.
1: Wish you wouldn't joke about such things, ma'am.
0: Continue. Yes,
1: ma'am.
2: I'd like to register my discomfort at administering pacifaya in the same room as a man with a gun.
1: If you wanted to work in a nice, clean room, Janie, you should have volunteered to test our nice, friendly Egerin subjects. Instead, on the other side of this door is a murderous, shape-shifting alien cannibal who can get its telepathic needles into your brain just by looking at you. So let me ask you again. Doctors, are you ready? Yes, sir. Janie?
2: Yes, sir.
1: This is test number four on subject theta, sample 32. Now with Dr. Gonzalez expert input. Dr. Legros, you have the syringe. Yes, sir. And Dr. Gonzalez, you have the neon pendulum?
2: Modified hypnotherapy has been shown to ease the post-injection fever.
1: Far be it from me to tell you how to do your job. Let's all take a second to remember that this bastard can read your mind and look like whoever it thinks you're least likely to hurt. Dr. Costa is still recovering from the previous attempt, and I don't want to send three of our finest minds to the psych wing at the same time. Opening the door in three, two, one. Is that her? It. Honey? Oh God. Honey, what's happening? They they came for me and they, where are the kids? Debbie? Are they with your sister or? I don't remember how I got here. Is this, is this Captain Green again? Is this more punishment for working with Raleigh? God, Dave, will you say something? You're not really here. I I know you're not really here. Oh God, I don't know what they've told you, but you have to believe me. Doctor,
2: the syringe. Don't let them hurt me, please. Don't let them hurt me. His hands are shaking too badly. He's going to wreck the sample.
0: David, oh my God.
2: You're not really here. Give it to me.
1: doctor.
0: What are you talking about? I'm not really here. Have they done something to you? Have they? Are they? You know the people you work with can't be trusted. They
1: do mind control things. David, you have to fight it. Anna! Enough! Allegros, give the syringe to Gonzalez and get out!
2: Here, okay. I've got it.
1: Okay. Janie.
2: Okay. Janie. I'm about to give you a dose of Pasithea powder. Do you know what that is?
1: I do not recommend engaging the subject in conversation, doctor.
2: Oh, Jane. That's not how this works.
1: Don't bother prepping the injection site. That's not its real neck. Aim for something central. Don't tell me how to do
0: my job. Get that thing away from me. Get your filthy hands off me. Sophie.
1: No, it just looks like Captain Green. That's Subject Theta.
0: You're seriously doing this to me again? What
2: is wrong with you? I know it's Subject Theta. I'm just... I'm just trying to... Will you hold still? I am ashamed of you!
1: Don't talk to it!
0: Don't touch me! Don't- Ow! Janie! Oh.
1: Steady.
3: That stings. It's... it... looks like...
1: You knew it was going to do this.
3: Evelyn... <sighs> well, it's good to see you.
2: And... In. injection... injection successful. Okay, now... Now get out. That's not going to happen. If the sample works, two people in the room will confuse it. It will be harder for the suggestions to take, particularly if one of them keeps interrupting. Out
1: of the question. It's
2: going to take hours anyway. It's not a quick process.
1: I said out of the Enough. question.
0: When will you know if the sample works?
3: You talk. But but what do you want me to see? Jenny? It's working. Do you want to... To talk about the last time we talked? I'm sorry, but I have to go to the DMZ. They're killing kids over there, and they'll keep doing it over my dead body.
2: The fever has already started. My queen, I need to work.
0: Blanc, out. Ma'am. Out.
2: Thank you, my queen.
0: Don't make me regret it.
3: Oh, you already regret it.
2: <sighs> okay. Okay. I need you to look at the light.
3: Really? You're really going to do this with everyone you love?
2: Just relax. Focus on your body.
3: You know that only works if you don't sound like you want to kill me, right?
2: The fever is going to get worse. This will make it easier.
3: I used to think you'd never hurt me.
2: I used to- You nothing. We've never met. Cute. There isn't any point in pretending, is there? I've seen what you can do. I know what you are.
3: I've seen what you can do. I know what you are.
2: Just relax. Computer, time?
0: Twelve hours elapsed.
2: Just relax.
3: I'm bored of relaxing.
2: You're going to have to be patient. You be
3: patient, Janie.
2: Why do you keep doing that? Doing what? You keep repeating my name. Do I? Yes. Huh. What's your name? Evelyn Glass. What's your real name?
3: (sighs) Evelyn Lawrence Glass.
2: Do your people not have names?
3: Well, one dumb question deserves another. Why are you doing this?
2: I'm trying to help you.
3: You shot me full of drugs you don't believe should exist. Sure, you're helping me.
2: You're still feverish. The chills will come back if you stop focusing. On what? On yourself. On myself? Jeannie,
3: I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about you.
2: Then get ready to start shaking and vomiting again.
3: I'm worried about you. When's the last time you had a chance to rest? I mean actually rest, not pull the gin Gonzalez special. A two hour cat nap and a handful of caffeine pills might have seen you through finals, but you can't just turn exhaustion into a lifestyle. You look like hell. Thanks. No, I mean it. You look miserable. What happened to you?
2: You know what happened to me because you're reading my mind right now. You know what?
3: Fine. Fine. Sure. Say I'm an alien. Let's say I'm a telepath who can manipulate your perception, access your brainwaves, make you see whatever I want you to see. This is all just a strategy to stop you from killing me. This is still your last chance to talk to me. Literally, your last chance in the world to say whatever you want to say to me. You really want to waste it?
2: I'm not planning to kill you.
3: Oh, same difference. You just let that psycho in the leather jacket kill me.
2: Is it a strategy? Or is it a reflex? Mm, What do you mean? I mean, are you a thinking, reasoning being? Or are you just using my memories to parrot back what I expect? Is it worthwhile talking to you? Or are you just a mimic?
3: You want to call in a friend and give me the Turing test? Anyone not know I died? Come on, I'm not a robot.
2: The Turing test wouldn't give me any information. It's obvious you can pass for human. I want to know if you can think.
3: Everything thinks, Jane. Bugs think!
2: Ah, this again. They've done studies.
3: Bees can develop anxiety. They have rich emotional lives
2: that doesn't mean they can reason
3: if a bee sees a big dark two-legged shape it thinks it's a bear and it stings you if it sees a big pale two-legged shape it makes the interpretive decision that you're not a bear and it doesn't sting you bees can reason
2: you're confusing instinct for logic and we have had this argument a hundred times it doesn't prove anything you can't prove thought though god you're insufferable you can't You can't prove that
3: you think either, or that your mom thinks, or the of Valencia, or anyone else. We take sapience on faith. We take the fact that other people are as fully dimensional as we are, completely on faith.
2: I don't have time for your bullshit armchair philosophy. If
3: you don't think I'm a person, maybe that's a failure of empathy on your part.
2: We've had this argument too.
3: Come on, Jane.
2: Do you know anything I don't know? Or... Better question. Are you capable of telling me anything I don't know, in a language I would understand?
3: I know more about insect cognition than you.
2: Be serious. Be serious? Evelyn!
3: Fine. Okay. Uh, I went on a trip to Medea with my dad when I was six. We visited the Evergreen Towers. Ever tell you about that?
2: Unconfirmed. You could be making it up.
3: Okay, that doesn't seem fair. Uh, but I know why you broke up with Lippe. She and I talked about it afterwards. I don't think you ever knew that.
2: Speculation doesn't count.
3: She was jealous of you living with me. I told her it was stupid. We were just friends.
2: Speculation, it's the kind of thing you'd... He would do.
3: Sophie was jealous too.
2: No, she wasn't.
3: Yes, she was. We fought about it all the time, that first year.
2: Speculation! I knew you were fighting, obviously, but it was about politics.
3: Sure it was about politics, but it was also about Sophie feeling left out. She always wanted you to like her, you know.
2: I did like her.
3: No, you didn't.
2: Yes, I did.
3: She broke your pig. You ever know about that? The little porcelain pig figurine you used to have in the, the cathedral apartment.
2: My. The one shaped like a maranito? The one I made as a kid?
3: Yeah, that one. She knocked it off the bookshelf when she was yelling at me about, you know, terrorism and political naivete. She tried to glue it back together with spit.
2: Uh, speculation. It, it's something I'd know Sophie would do.
3: Call her up. Ask her. It really happened.
2: What are you even trying to manipulate me into? I've already given you the drug. If it works, it's already too late. I can't stop it taking effect if it's going to.
3: Is it going to work? It might. You've been working on it a while?
2: Dave and Eurydice already had a lot of it in place. I remembered more than I thought I did. It's... I haven't had much to do for the last ten months, except remember things.
3: What are you trying to manipulate me into? What? What do you want me to forget? Or think? That's how it works, right? What suggestion are you going to give me?
2: What... Make someone a person. What? Philosophically. Just, um, define personhood for me. It's your thing. The kind of thing Evelyn Glass knows about.
3: Well, traditionally, it's consciousness. Language. Being capable of making plans, formulating ideas about the world, and acting on them.
2: Animals have consciousness. There are humans who can't use language and parrots who can. Monkeys can have ideas.
3: Right, okay, you've picked up on the traditional critique of the traditional view. It's performance-based, and that varies between individuals. If we ditch performance, we have, well, intersubjectivity. Your memory, your relationships. But that doesn't work either. Right,
2: right. Babies, people with dementia, amnesiacs.
3: People who've been dosed with pasithea powder. Hey, why is it called a powder? That was a liquid you started me with.
2: It's a dissolved powder. You could snort it if you really wanted to, but it's easier on the subject if it's injected.
3: Come on, Janie. Finish connecting the dots. Am I a person? Am I not a
2: person? You're Evelyn. What? You're Evelyn Lawrence Glass. Jane. You look like a person. You talk like a person. You have Evelyn's memories, or my memories of Evelyn, or who I think Evelyn was. You're having an intersubjective experience right now. You sure seem to have agency and free will, and you know what? You're completely right. You're the closest thing to Evelyn Lawrence Glass that I'm ever going to see again. I'm not going to waste my chance. Be Evelyn.
3: This isn't going to work.
2: Of course it's going to work. This is how it works. This is why I'm here and not rotting away in the Queen's Palace in Santa Bedra.
3: You don't think this is a little obscene? Evelyn is dead.
2: Oh, now it's obscene. A minute ago it was philosophy.
3: Evelyn died a year ago in the sky over Medea, blown to powder.
2: Yes. And... You didn't tell me you were going, just that you were going. The last thing you said to me was about the telescope. A stupid filler episode where Eleanor Lopez interviewed the director's wife about her wardrobe. We watched it right before you left, and you said... I
3: didn't see anything.
2: You said, Jesus, those are nice boots. I've gone over it and over it. That's the last thing you said to me. You fell asleep on the couch, and I left for the hospital early, and then I never saw you again. And you're right. I don't want to be here. I don't think Pasithea should exist. But we are here, and it was naive to think we could get rid of anything we made, and I don't care if you are a facsimile. You're something better than Jesus, those are nice boots.
3: Don't do this.
2: Your name is Evelyn Lawrence Glass. You are 26 years old, your mother is Julia Glass, and your father is Victor Lowndes.
3: Jane, if you're right, if I'm a person, if I'm a, you know, if I'm not a reflex or a lure put out by some big, unthinking predator, if I'm the result of a thinking, feeling individual, then what you're doing here is murder. You'd be erasing who I am.
2: You have a little brother, Thomas. Eight years younger than you. You met me when we were both 14. You're the kindest person I ever met. You'd give me peeled orange quarters at lunch and talk to me about her on a Miss Jane books. I know you, Jane. You're not a killer. I have had a very bad year.
3: You don't want to do this.
2: Are you sure about that? Are you really sure? Because your fever's broken and that means I only have to wait eight more hours and then I'll have my best friend back.
3: I don't want that. I would never want you to trade someone else's life for me. Not your choice. Chaney, you
2: know me. Please. Yeah, I do know you. I know you died trying to help other people. You wanted to protect Median kids and Cassandran soldiers and your death didn't mean anything. You didn't end the war, Evelyn. I ended the war. Jane. We. we did. Rowley did.
3: You don't get a free pass to commit murder because you did a good thing one time. No matter how good the thing was.
2: You never. you never proved to me you were a person. Maybe the others aren't sapient. Maybe you're just. anglerfish. It's not murder to kill a fish.
3: I mean, they've done studies, and basically all fish have emotions, and there's this one fish on Adamar that actually has cultural See,
2: tradition. How am I supposed to... I really don't think I can say goodbye to you again, so... So you have to be Evelyn.
3: I'm not Evelyn. I'm not.
2: That's what Evelyn would say if he were here.
3: Please, Jane. Shh.
2: Look. Look into the light.
3: I know you're better than this. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not. 24 hours elapsed. Evelyn, Jane, Jane, how did I? Where are we?
2: Oh my God. Um. Okay.
3: Okay. Why am I? Why am I tied up? Why can't I remember why I'm tied up?
2: I'll get them. Oh, your poor hands.
3: I suppose there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for all this.
2: Maybe once I think of one.
3: Why, why do I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time?
2: Ah, uh, I don't know.
3: Oh, you're crying.
2: No, no, I'm not.
3: Hey, hey, come here.
2: I'm just, just really glad to see you. I'm glad to see you too. Where's everyone? Where's Sophie? Sophie's, um, she's back in Santa Pedra. Oh, great. Uh, where, where are we? We're outside of, um, Las Estrellas, I think. Um, but, but Sophie will come down. She'll, she'll be really glad to see you too. That's good, I yes. Yeah. Pulling. What? I just wanted to tell you.
1: That was great, Janie. Really? Amazing. The Queen's impressed. And your first try. Blanc, can we have
2: can we have another minute, please? You've had twenty-four hours. My turn. Uh hi. Who are you? you I want to step back, Jane. He's fine, Blanc. Look, I took the hand restraints off.
1: Yeah, you did. Risky move, but it looks like it's paying off. Want to go in the other room?
2: No, I want to talk to Evelyn for another minute before you drag him into more tests. Please, he hasn't had anything explained. Had what
1: explained? Just one more test we have to run. You really want to wait in the other room.
2: No, I don't, Blanc.
1: Last chance.
2: I'm staying with him.
1: Suit yourself. Ma'am?
0: Whenever you're ready. What do
2: you mean? No, what are you doing with-
0: no no, 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 no,
1: Well, what do you know? Trial successful. Start, finish. Nice job, Dr. Gonzalez. <sighs> It, Janie. I killed it. Not my fault you got swept up in a fantasy. Computer, go ahead and end recording.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pasathea Powder. This was episode 10, Evelyn. Tune in next time to see how it all ends. Captain Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedman. Dr. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly O'Gee. Agent Blanc was portrayed by Colin Killick. Reina Valencia was portrayed by Sarah Rebecca Gaglio. Anna Allegros was portrayed by Grace Carricker. David Allegros was portrayed by John Hedman. And Evelyn was portrayed by Ian Andrews. The voice of the computer was Cade Liebrook. Narration by empty chairs and empty tables. Original music by Annie Moriondo. If you've enjoyed our story, we hope you'll tell your friends about us and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Pasathea Powder or on our website, PasatheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. The Pasathea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions, Dr. Gonzalez and Captain Green will return in the Season 1 finale, Episode 11, The Evidence.